Chad, Chad C. Fit said, is BBC 157 better in liquid or pill form, or does it matter? So, it, you know, with BBC 157 in particular, now, I wouldn't say this about any other peptide, but if you swallow this thing, it's going to go into your intestines, what you're trying to heal, or if, if that's what you're trying to do. But if it's an area like your shoulders, or, you know, elbow, or golf elbow, or tennis elbow, or something like that you're trying to heal, you're going to want an injection. Yeah, I would definitely go injection oral. If you have just like John, I mean, if you have certain reasons why you can't, right? But I would definitely go inject. For sure, you're not going to lose anything. It's getting closer to where it's going to be at. You yep. don't have to worry about interfering with your with your stomach or yep. with your food. Yep. You never know how new compounds are going to work in your stomach. But if it goes straight to the muscle, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can do the subcutaneous around the, the the muscle area or whatever area is injured. You guys will be good to go as far as that. Like when I had an elbow, when I had elbow pain, the elbow was. I mean, if you look at my elbow, it's kind of pointy. It was right on the point of the elbow. That's where the pain was. Oof. So what I did is I would just put it literally right here, just above it. There's a little bit of soft, yep. just a little bit in with like a thirty gauge, a yep. thirty gauge one inch or even a half inch. Yep. And just put it in a little bit and just push it right through. So you don't go into the bone. You don't go into the actual tendon. No. You just find a soft no. area where you can go closest yes. to where it's at. So I would do mine for the elbow pain was here. I would do here. That's cool. When I was arm wrestling, it was going this way. So this was all torn up. When I was arm wrestling, I would put it here because yep. the pain was more inside here. But just anywhere. I mean, you don't go into a vein. No. But anywhere where you could find no. like in a little, little soft area, just go right in. Yep, it should so be easy. It's very simple, yeah. and very easy. We can walk you through it. Yeah. Plus, we got tutorial uh, videos for the most common areas to inject. Yeah. And if it's a more tactical area, just call us. We'll be happy to go through those injections with you and tell you a good spot to do it. Um, so you guys aren't just you know going in the dark and trying to inject where you think right. it's going to be the best spot because right. that might not be the best spot. So we got, we got a good comment on it from YouTube up here. Sure, you can see it. Um, right yep, I have. Divicular tie, excuse me. <laughs> that word. Divicular I know what it is. You know, it's basically when you eat something, um, it's like a reaction you get within your intestines. Mm. Uh, my dad's got it. Um, so I, when he eats corn, that's the, and mm. like he had to go in the hospital for this. It's pretty yeah. serious. So I was wondering if BBC 157 would be, uh, be helped. Yeah, for that. So basically, yes, it, it would definitely help for any stomach issues or intestinal issues that you have. This is a good one. Um, you know, and that point, it should help out tremendously with the issues. So give it a try. It's definitely it's definitely worth it because that is something that you have to live with your whole life. And, and that could definitely affect quality of life because, you know, when you go out and you eat at a restaurant, they don't know sometimes and you don't know that there might be a little bit in there or whatever it is or whatever that food is or ingredient. Yeah, because we automatically attribute peanuts, yes, shellfish, yes. like corn or bananas. Yes. We don't we yes. don't look at stuff like that. We don't look at stuff it. like that unless yeah. it's it's like it's laid out. Um, it's like milk, exactly. milk, nuts, shellfish. That's yeah. like the allergy, like yeah. the typical you, thing. You have to make them aware yeah. of this at restaurants. Or sometimes you have no idea. And a lot of people don't even, they don't even think about it at that point. They think they're going to order it. They don't see it on the menu when they're ordering it. And they have no idea that that could be a possible yeah. ingredient. So just check it out, okay? All right, what else What else do we have here? I'm going 40 units a day. Just got my BPC 157 Wednesday. I'll be calling next week. All right, so 40 units, that, that's pretty good. So 
40 units. Um, now, if you diluted that with 5 mLs Duane Day, um, that's a 15 milligram vial. So you're talking about 3,000 or 3 milligrams per insulin syringe. And uh, at that point, you should be taking, God, you're taking what, um, right underneath 1,500 micrograms. So 1.5 grams. That's pretty good. And you're taking that split per day? I think that's what I was doing. 40 yeah. units. I think I yeah. was doing 40 units. Yeah. It's a pretty strong dose as far as that goes. So, um, you know, when you're talking about BPC-157, usually the average dose out there from any medical clinic is usually 250 micrograms to 500 micrograms, mm. right? So it's, it's half a gram um, at very most. You're supposed to split those through the day, um, or you could take them all at the same time just for a stronger dose. The biggest thing about BBC 157 and TB500 is you want to do it as repetitive as, as you possibly can. I know there's other dosing protocols out there that, that say, you know, a couple of days, um, you know, you do straight for a couple of weeks and, and stuff like that. But the more you do, honestly, the better. There's, there's nothing that's harmful that's going to come out of taking this medication. Now, is there anything that they shouldn't be taking with BP? It's no. pretty much, I mean, obviously, you guys, no. stuff that we carry, <laughs> what I'm talking no. about. No. If you go into your doctor and he's prescribing something that I know nothing about that we no. don't carry, ask that person. No. But in terms of Titan no. therapies, no. they could take anything they want with the BPC. Absolutely. Okay. So that, that's the best thing. Um, you know, when it comes to Titan Medical Center therapies, there's no interaction. They're, mm. they're, the only one that there's a possible interaction with now is ECAs and our Prometheus. So those are the only two that you're not supposed to be taking together like okay. that right away. Everything else, like the vitamin amino acid injectable therapies, the peptides, anything like that, you you can take on top of each other. You can stack them um, per se, or you know you can utilize them all at the exact same time or throughout you know a time period, whatever. whatever or you could doing. even you could even mix them in the same syringe. That's what I do with my yeah. Titan Complete and my Hercules because I it's train in the morning. For sure. So I'll just mix it in the same syringe. I'll yeah. use like a three ml, and I'll put one. Um, Titan Complete and one Hercules, or sometimes two Hercules, all in the same syringe. Just put yeah. it in my glute. That way, I feel it everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it's a lot easier like that too. So Sha Shaquille Walker, what's going on? Don Hastings, DC Baker, what's up? All right, Steve Wazaz, Steve. All right, um, Dean. Later. Yeah, we're gonna answer this question next. Hey guys, I'm a Titan patient. I'm wondering if I should be injecting my daily dose of IGF-1 into belly fat, or would it be better intermuscular? So this is a common question, right? Um, now, IGF-1 is great for a lot of different things, especially leaning up and stuff like that and losing weight. Now, the way you can utilize this for weight loss, so there's two different ways you can use it. You can use it for weight loss. I mean, either way, you're just going to get into your body, right? Or you can use it for hopefully helping build more leaner muscle tissue. Um, at that point, the first way, you can inject it subcutaneously, um, and that's going to be good for overall benefits of using IGF-1. If you want to use it to create more muscle growth, possibly, you're going to want to inject that bilaterally. That means into both sides of the muscles you're working. Yeah, you want to be even. Basically, when he says, obviously, by two. So you want to go both sides. So you don't want to have one arm. And I use, I use I the mean, arms just yeah. it's chest, it's calves, whatever you're doing as far as that goes. Muscle group-wise, you usually want to do it bilaterally. Now, there's a, there's a flip side to that. If you have a, an atrophy, a muscle that's went through atrophy, right, mm -hmm. and you're trying to build that muscle back up, you can do the full dose into that muscle. That's exactly what I that, do with my arms. That's you yeah. utilize it, right? Yeah. you got to utilize these different therapies uh, for the benefits, the full benefits. 
And if you know how to really utilize them, like yeah, uh, yeah. Drew does now for sure. When I do arms, I'll do two ML on this arm and you just know? won't even touch this one. Because yeah, this so bicep's bigger, it has more of a peak, so it's kind of like, okay. So it's trying to bring it, it up. So yeah. I mean, th there's some different ways to utilize it. So at that point, listen, if you have the questions about this and you're a tight medical center patient, you guys are family, you guys can always call. We have your support. Call or text the line, 737-389-3220. Ask the questions to our medical staff. They'll answer them. And if they don't, or something happens, listen, you guys, you guys have me live twice a week, and I'm here with Big Drew every week yes. for Titan Lifestyle. So we'll answer these things live for you guys. You guys can DM us, inbox us. We look at these different things. So we want to make sure we are taking care of you guys, and you guys are getting the best overall, best results with the best health possibly. Well, you guys can also do it, too, because I see the questions coming up on the screen. If we don't get to your questions, yeah. screenshot your question. Yep. and send it to my DM. Yep. So that way if I see it, I'll know, okay, we need to touch base on that next week. And I can, we can also give you a shout out too for um, yeah, for letting us know. So say your name's Mike Smith. Hi, I'm Mike Smith, blah, blah, blah. Yep. This is the question I didn't get to it last week. Yep. I'll go through my DM, check it out. Next week, you're gonna tune back in. Yep. That game means you guys are tuning back in. Yep. Obviously, to get your question, we can get it answered. And give For sure. Too, That's so. a great idea. So, yeah. I mean, you guys can always screenshot those, shoot them over to us. We'd be happy to put them on the, the TV show, the next, or the, the live show that we do. Um, and answer them live for you guys. So you guys can tune in, get the questions answered live for you guys, and we'll go over them. Or if it's something small, too, I could answer real quick, I could throw it up on my story, too. So that way, if you sure. see my story, see Titan's story, That's great. Uh, you know, how do I take my BPC? Can I take two ML at the same time? Yeah. Next thing you know, you look at my story, I give you a shout-out on my story, let you get the shout-out, let you know your question's being answered. Right. It, makes, it saves a lot of time that way, too. All right, Dwayne, let me know how it goes with this recovery on that shoulder, man, because you're using BPC, so... And these are pretty good doses so at that point. And I know the, the THC might help you too. Um, yeah, I split mine 50-50 to Drew. Yeah, for sure. Chris Gaines. All right, big Irishman split. Jay Jacobs in the house. What's going on? Sunny Gloat, Holden Outlaw, Paul T. Can my dad, who is 66, take IGF-1? <laughs> so fast. So that's a good question, right? So when you become six years old, like what we do for our patients, if it's six years and above, you know, in that tier, we want to do different things as far as making sure that they're healthy. So they're going to have to, you know, just get a physical. Um, they might need EKG as far as that goes for IGF-1 and stuff like that. And definitely a blood test. And then health history is going to count. Mm -hmm. So we're going to make sure that, you know, that it's going to be healthy for them to be able to take this therapy. Because if it's not, we don't care about the money. That's not a big thing to us. We want to make sure that health is number one priority and he's going to be healthy taking this mm -hmm. therapy. Because at that point, some people can't take these different therapies like IGF-1. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's reasons why. So, and, and what would his reason be for taking it too? So I mean, so it has different reasons. Yeah. So if he's 66, if he if he goes to the gym, if he doesn't go to the gym, what would his reason be for yeah. taking it at that age? Yeah. So and I, is he already in shape? I mean, yeah, that's, that's a lot a of questions thing. need to be answered with someone that age. Absolutely. Plus, you know, the other thing that you want to look at is is you want to really blood test. So if you're blood testing IGF one levels like we do, um, you're seeing you know what that level's at. Now if that level's in the tank. Of course, you know, this is a good therapy or other possible therapies that are out there that could possibly benefit him. But if it's a good IGF-1 level, you know, at that point, you don't want to mess with that. And I always tell people, you know, even younger guys that are trying to get bigger, you know, whatever it is, you know, the first thing they want to do is you know, they look at, you know, anabolics and stuff like that to add on top or they look at different things like growth hormone or insulin or whatever it is. And you just got to look at where your levels are at. And if they're really, really good, don't tank them. Don't do that. 
you know, wait it out because <laughs> it's coming. It comes, yeah, you know. Keep them good. It, it, it keep comes. Them good, yeah. You know, eventually with age, your levels are going to decrease unless you're, you know, you're Superman or you've got some, like, phenomenal genetics yeah. that I have seen out there once or twice. But other than that, man, it's going to it's gonna be tough to keep those levels up, especially with everything out there, like chemicals and everything like that. Um, yeah, and everything, everything is so uh, mood Enhanced, I guess yeah. I would say now. Yeah. I mean, everything has caffeine in it. They have yeah. stuff to wake you up, stuff to push you to sleep. Yeah. Everything has caffeine, caffeine. Crystal yeah. Light has caffeine now. Yeah. Everything's caffeine. Because so people are like, tired. Yeah, and the thing is, the thing is, when people get tired, their, their adrenal glands are getting Absolutely. burnt out. Drink caffeine all day long. I don't have Absolutely. one caffeine dose a day. Maybe two. I may have a cup of normal coffee. Right. But for the most part, I take my ECA and I take my with my coffee first thing in the morning before I go work out. If I would do that all day long, yep. after a while, it's not going to do anything. My glands are going to be shot. I'm going to have to take more and more. And then they're going to be looking for an alternative to get their energy, which may not be as safe as just regular caffeine. Of course. It's not, not good to just load up on caffeine all yeah, the time. Yeah, no, overdosing on caffeine, yeah. building that tolerance up to a, a super, super high uh, amount mm. per day to even get any effect. Yeah. And at that point, you're, you're on fumes. Um, if you guys are if you guys are car guys out there, it's like run your car in nitrous all day long, <laughs> and then your motor is dependent on that nitrous yes. to even start after a long yeah. time. So, it, it it really does. Like I try to break down layman terms for everything that's out there, and it really does. Like you're just you're running yourself down, and eventually, it's gonna catch up to you. You're gonna pay. Yeah. It just now or later, you know, it is yeah. what it is, yeah. and, and it could be an ongoing thing. Like. Every day, you know, you have to go up, get up, and go to do your job. You got to take care of your kids. You know, you got to do this. You got to do that. You have these responsibilities, and no matter what, you got to do it. Now, are you going to do that your best possible, you know, way or best possible like, I don't know, effort? I guess mm -hmm. if, if you you don't have the energy or you're, you're yeah. lethargic. I mean, that's it's the common yeah, energy thing makes energy and mood enhancing makes everything better for sure. It makes your day better. Everything better. Everything's basically mood. Yeah. A lot of times people have a whole bunch of energy, but they'll be in a bad mood. Yeah. So, I mean, we have stuff at Titan that'll put you in a good mood and give you energy and perform better in the bedroom. So, it's yes. like, like what we were saying before, like, yeah, you, you may be able to get a great, a crazy erection from something that you may have, yeah. but at the same time, you're not going to be in the mood. No. Take our stuff. You're in the mood. You got an erection. That's when it, that's when that's you. That's right. Yeah, that's when you make a name for yourself. The triple threat, <laughs> baby. That's what it's all about. You know, it's quality yeah. of life. It goes along with that, you know? Yeah. Uh, all right, Tommy, Recipio, thanks so much uh, for the information. I'll definitely come to see you guys. I live in southwest Florida, Punta Gorda, about two hours from you guys. Thank you and God bless. So that's awesome, Tommy. Thank you. We definitely know where Punta Gorda is at too as well. So hopefully you'll get down and come see us in Tampa. When you do, man, make sure you ask and tell them that John said we're going to give you some Titan swag. And I'll probably be here. But if I'm not, but I definitely want to meet you. So if I'm here... Just ask for me, and at that point, uh, they'll tell you if I'm here or not, and hopefully I'll be here because I'm here most of the time. Mm. But uh, otherwise, get some Titan gear, make sure they give you a shirt and everything like that, and take care of you, all right? All right, so what else we got here? Thanks for the info. Really appreciate it. No problem. Chris yeah. Mahoney, yeah. Dan Lyons, Chris oh, Gaines, man. everybody's on there. Man, Larry Culp, what's going on? Gabriel. Yeah. Real L Fitness, Hulk Squad, by the way, went to the gym this morning, trained light arms, easy motion. All right, man, be careful. Definitely be careful because we don't want to hurt, hurt those injuries for sure. What would you recommend for a six-year-old power lifter still competing? A 60? 60. 60, that's BPC. good. BPC. BPC 157. BPC, yeah. Now, it depends on what you're, you're trying to do, right? Yeah. What you're asking in that question. Is it healing? 
But either way, BPC, because you're going to do some damage either way. And Especially, you've probably already done damage. Oh, if you've God. Been powerlifting in the Years 60, of damage, probably. You probably don't even know what it feels like to work out without pain. Ouch. And I'm assuming. Those guys are soldiers. Yeah. Those guys are soldiers. Waking up in pain, going to sleep in pain. Yeah. Woo! Um, but your BPC is going to be a good one. Glutathione is a good one for inflammation, too. Um, and then, obviously, you know, if you're looking for, you know, better recovery, um, HRT. more strenuous, you can look at HRT. That's obviously going to be a, a good one to look at at six years old, your levels, making sure everything's dialed in, too. Um, so, you know, a lot of people say, well, I'm already taking testosterone. What are your levels dialed in? Not just testosterone levels, but estrogen levels and such. Mm-hmm. Making sure everything's running like, you know, a high-performance sports car or supercar. You want to make sure everything is, is balanced and, and harmonically, like, together so at that point you guys are running out the optimal way you possibly can um but hercules potion man for sure hey my shoulder looks big time bigger than drew's because of the surgery <laughs> that's funny you seen this one up here john uh yeah, i had a, had a nerve question. issue what was that gabriel had a good question gabriel? all right i had a nerve issue from back issues and bulging discs in my neck can it help with those nerve issues I'm not gonna say it can. Uh, that, that's that's uh, that's pretty serious. So um, nerve is a little bit different. Nerves are a little bit different. It's not like a connective tissue or anything like yeah, that. It's not so muscle. It's not bone. It's not. It could possibly give some relief because you know with that it's gonna come inflammation um, from the nerves. But uh, I would definitely ask your doctor. Yeah. Some, I mean, yeah. I mean. Any doctors, they're, they're never going to say BPC-157. You know, they're going to they're <laughs> going to try to give you a nerve blocker. Or they're going to try to get money out of you and make you take a pain medication. Yeah, keep so, you coming back yeah. and coming back. Um, like a nerve yeah. blocker is what they usually prescribe for something like this. Um, you know, even naltrexone and some, some things, you know, because it's the brain. Mm-hmm. Um, taking all that out. And that's what they give, uh, that's what they give like drug addicts, naltrexone. Mm-hmm. But naltrexone blocks this. And it blocks drugs, like basically. So if you take drugs... And you're on naltrexone, you don't get the high feeling. Oh wow! Yeah, so basically, just it X's out with that. It's just like a waste of money then. For yeah, people, for, for, well, someone's well, a drug addict to spend all the money on drugs and then take well, that. That's what they do. But in terms of uh, detox. withdrawals, detox. They won't have the withdrawal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. detox. I was still have withdrawals. Yeah. Yeah, well, unless they're taking they're taking it, they won't get they'll get withdrawals. But <clears throat> once they stop that, once they stop whatever they're taking. They take naltrexone, mm. they give it to him just in case these guys got second stashes. It mm. helps them get through withdrawals in some circumstances, but I don't know, it's crazy. It's crazy. It was, a I drug was, for a drug. Yeah. Like methadone. Much. It's like a drug for a pretty drug. Pretty much. <laughs> All right. I, I got your, I got to get back on my game. So, David, we'll definitely help you get back in your game. Princess Isabella, what's going on? Fanny Pack, Stacy, what's going on? Happy Bladed, Stacy. Oh, uh, yeah. Stacy, we love you. Um, Jeremy Moss, what's going on? Big Irish, my dude. Um, Dominic, what other questions we got here? Your opinion on sodium intake. That's a good one. Depends what you're doing. I mean, uh, that's a that's that's a kind of a great question. I mean, right? I, I limit my sodium as much as I can just because I like to have a more defined look. If you load up on sodium, you're going to have a lot of sub-Q water, blur out the muscle yes. and blood pressure yes. and other stuff too. So I try to limit my sodium, but you do need a little bit. Yeah. If you take it out completely, you're going to have other problems. Yes. Um, you have you have some serious problems if you take those out. And so. if you take it out completely, <laughs> or if you're looking to take it out completely, I would have one serving a day maybe before you train, You know, maybe some sea salt or some Himalayan pink salt, like one dose. Or even you could put your pink salt in your coffee uh, before you train, but... um. 
I'm not a fan of sodium. No, Whenever my man. sodium's real low, I get more shredded. Yeah. I feel better. Whenever my sodium's high, I have a headache, blood pressure, and I have like the balloon face. Yeah, low sodium, right? And um, there's a reason why all these companies are marketing low sodium, low because because high sodium is not a good thing. So taking a lot of salt, a lot of sodium. It's definitely not good. You need a little bit, obviously, and you're going to get that through your diet. I don't care what you're taking in. So you're going to get that automatically. And mm -hmm. even if you're cooking your food, right, like chicken or steak or whatever it is, you can, like, put a pinch of light salt on there, like, just for flavor yeah. or whatever it is. I mean, that's what I do for my steaks. Like, literally, it's, a, it's like a little bit of, I'm talking about, like, a pinch of salt on both sides, a pinch of pepper on both sides, mm -hmm. some garlic. And, yeah, and you don't want to be shake, shake, shake salt no. all over your food. Shake, shake, shake. No. I saw someone at a restaurant last week. No. As soon as, as soon as they got the plate, we're sitting down to eat breakfast. As soon as the, the guy got his plate, it was like eggs and bacon, pancakes. He literally took salt and sprinkled. I know over, people like that. Like evenly, like it looks like used snow, to be like evenly that. over the whole thing. I'm like, wow, everything, like dude. Sharice oh. used to be like that. She used to she sprinkled salt salt over everything, and she used. You see at McDonald's three times a day, and literally. So the thing about McDonald's is this, right? So Think about the fries in general. So the fries we know are, are yeah. just, they just, they aren't good for you, right? I'm going to say disgusting, but you know, they taste good, I guess, right? Yeah. But they're horrible for you. Now, the thing about their fries is, is this, is they cook the fries, they put them in there, and they salt them every time. They have a, they have a. a yeah, I was getting no salt right? with fries, yeah. Boom, they, they have a, they have a. Like how many times they spread salt? They have it like down to a science, and they tell the person like three sprinkles of salt. So the next thing comes, and it's a, those sprinkles are big; they're not just yeah. little ones. So the next batch comes in, three sprinkles of salt. All that salt is gathering, gathering, gathering. I mean, as a kid, uh, I know, and I'm sure that people, if you do eat McDonald's or have eaten McDonald's before, you get those salty ass fries. Yes. Right. I like when a fry is a little well done, no salt. I like my fries oh, dry. Oh, man. Yeah. Salty ass fries. Worst. So I haven't eaten for a long time, but I, listen, I seem like my son wants them sometimes, and I'm not going to cut everything away from him. But at that point, I know it's bad for him, and I tell him, and he knows. So it's like a treat type thing. But it's just horrible, and I see it, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is horrible, man. Yeah, if you look at I the feel sodium, bad giving, like, let him do you guys, this. If one thing I will say, do not take at all. If you look at the sodium content on ramen noodles. Oh, yeah. I grew up on ramen noodles. Anything packaged or canned. I grew up on ramen noodles. The thing is, is one pack, the seasoning, the sodium, I believe, is 2,300 milligrams. <laughs> it's either oh 23 God. or 33, and I believe that's half wow. of a serving. So you're talking about three to 4,000 milligrams of serving in one pack of ramen wow. noodles. I used to eat three. And that's because of the preservative factor. Yes. Right? So if so. you guys are ramen noodle people or you like those noodles because they're so quick you could travel with them, take that packet and throw it in the trash can and season it with your own yeah. stuff. Yeah. Because that stuff is like crazy. So a lot yeah. of times people, um, you know, hardcore bodybuilders or guys in prison, they'll do ramen noodles and yeah. tuna fish. Now you got mercury, sodium with the tuna and cans, and you got sodium with the ramen. It's like it's man, horrible. It's, it's horrible stuff. So headache so with headache. this. Stay low on the sodium, right? Yeah. I mean, you, listen. Unless you get really, really serious, there's no way you're going to be able to cut all the sodium out of your diet. Yeah. So keep it low, and the more you control your food of, half a block. of what you cook or have somebody cook for you, mm. the better you're going to know what you're intaking. Right. You know, it's it's hard it's hard to say sometimes when you go out and like let's say even you get grilled chicken for somewhere, how much salt do they put on there? You yeah. can't really dial it into exact. And you and another thing too is you guys have to look at these serving sizes. Don't just look at the number. Like oh again, God, if you look please. at the screen right now, the ramen noodles please. pack says it's like 1700 milligrams um, I believe per serving. Yep. 
There's two servings in that container. Yeah. Well, the per container is seventeen sixty. Yeah. So a lot. This is a lower one. I've seen low ones at two thousand. A chicken one is like two thousand. It's crazy. So, uh, yeah, it's not good. Man. I wouldn't eat that anyway. You know, it, I just eat the noodles part. Like if I do have that, uh, if I'm traveling or whatever, no, yeah. whatever, I'll literally just take the packet, throw it away, and have the noodles with some steak or the noodles with some beef. So the noodles is just like the the rice portion, yeah. the carb portion. Yeah. I remember eating a lot of these in military school. We had was a microwave, so at that point back yeah. then, uh, we did what we had to do. We used to uh, we used to take ramen noodles and break yeah. them up, like crunch them up, open the bag, sprinkle it in there, you and know, eat them like dry, like chips. It, like it almost gets me back to another conversation. We're gonna have another time, I guess. But you know, you think about you know, if you're you have you're, you're free right now, right? You can do whatever you want, eating wise, training wise. Uh, you have all the time whenever you want. You can dial us in or, or do whatever you want. Okay. Mm. And it, it takes people forever to really get in shape. Think about those guys in prison. Mm. And they don't have the, the resources for food like you have, right? Yeah. Their training schedule, I mean, it's, it, it, it really yeah. depends. I mean, that could, what they have you know, for weights, what they right. have for machines. Uh, and, and some of those guys, the way they transform, even, yeah. even supplementation, right, or enhancement per se. Right. These guys don't got their hands on everything, or maybe they do, I don't know. That's probably a bummer. Yeah, there, there's, guys, there's guys getting <laughs> stuff in there. You, know, you got, got, got guys making, uh, you know, D-ball yeah. brownies, D-ball brownies and stuff. <laughs> hey, yeah, my grandma brought me brownies. Oh, I'm going to eat the brownies. Hey, it's a, it's They're a tested hot. for marijuana and cocaine. Little do they know it has anabolics, you know, anabolics yeah, in it, and wow. the guy's blowing up. But another thing, you brought up a good point. You said schedule. The reason why those guys, I believe they can get in good shape, is because they're on a schedule. Right. They sleep at the same time. They wake up at the same time. Yeah. They eat at the same time. They yeah. train at the same time. Everything's on schedule. So once they get into a routine, yeah. their body's used to eating and everything like that. It's like a schedule thing. Yeah. These guys outside, like myself included, we may go to the gym one day at this time, one day right. at that time. We may go to bed and may have a long day. Right. They're just schedule, 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 and they have yeah. nothing to do. So it's just like, you know, oh, I, I feel I, like I that's agree. the reason why they could blow up. They're eating a lot of bread. I know yeast is big, like, <laughs> doing whatever they can to get big. All right, so I've, I've been working out with the pain for 20 years, and I don't want to stop working out. So, Gabriel, definitely BPC-157. Try it out. 20 years. That's a long time, man. Uh, wish I could do TRT, but it gives me crazy anxiety. Any suggestions? So, David, this is, a, this is a good one. So, listen, if you're doing proper hormone replacement therapy, right, and it's dialed in and it's being monitored correctly, you won't get anxiety. Yeah, I've never heard of that. I know exactly what it is right off the bat. Are you doing, so was this doctor prescribed or is it, you know, is it, I mean, if you're doing a gram of test a week, then listen, maybe. That, this is this is where it comes from usually. Mm. Usually, if somebody comes, goes to a general practitioner, they usually just get testosterone prescribed. Them. Mm. So they're taking testosterone, right? Those levels raise and they feel good the first couple of weeks. Or maybe not. What happens is that sometimes it's that conversion rate into estrogen. When the estrogen goes too high, anxiety levels kick in. Oh, okay, that's for yeah, sure. It's not correctly done. Yeah. Oh, if it's not correctly yeah. done, you're going to get anxiety. You're going to get negative side effects. And this is when we talk about here, like people are like, oh man, I just want to do tests, or I don't want to do this, I don't want to do. It. Listen, guys, we have it down to a science of what we do, and obviously we do it very well. So at that point, if you follow the plan, it's going to be successful. If you don't follow the plan, it's not going to be so successful. Mm. Uh, and you got to be consistent in what you're doing. I mean, this is key. Consistency in anything you do is key. So uh, that just put that along with this, and you'll get the the best out of it, 
or you won't. It just depends on what you do with it. Yeah. You know? Stick to your program, dude. Don't 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 follow someone else's thing cuz I mean, when John says consistency, that's your consistency. That's right. It doesn't mean you need to do the same thing that the other guy does. I that's mean, right. We we're pretty consistent um, like with our food. Oh, Whenever sure. we go out to a restaurant, he's eating the same thing. I'm eating the same thing. Yeah. It's kind of plain. You do what you got to do. <laughs> I love it. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Dude, I love I mean, it, man. You're yeah. right. I mean, honestly. People look at it. You going to eat that again? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to eat it if, again. If, uh, I'm going to keep looking the way I look. If, if if people gave me the option to, like, like, like wherever we go, let's say, and mm. they were like, hey, listen, would you rather have this? I was like, no. Like, I want that. Like, yeah. I look forward to that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, those yeah, meals, yeah. man. Like, I look forward to a place that could do those meals properly. You wouldn't, you wouldn't think it would be that hard for somebody to get... Uh, like an order right if you're like hey listen I just want a, a plain grilled chicken breast with nothing on it um, and, and and like a potato with yeah. nothing on it like literally they'll come back like seasoned to death with like pepper and like salt like it's like encrusted on there because there's so much yeah, we've had some we've had some horror stories at some restaurants we got we got you know what we, plain french fries they come back or oh was, my god were, I don't want to give the restaurant any type of yeah, bad thing. Yeah. We were at one in Orlando. I'm not going to say who it was because yeah. the restaurant's a good restaurant. Yeah. But I remember they brought like calamari. Yes. We it was like, like four times. It's like <laughs> we're like, listen, we just want some plain calamari, yeah. like nothing on it, like just old school yeah. calamari, right? Maybe some sauce on the side. You know, at first it was, boom, we would have this, and it was like all this sauce on it, and these peppers on it. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, like, it was like so more good. peppers and junk than actual calamari i mean you know we wonder why we're you know we're obese and stuff like that and i'm not saying peppers are bad for you but everything else onto this you and know loaded like, with salt and sodium and soy sauce and seasoning that's the problem it's not the vegetables the content that's on another top big of the one vegetables. soy sauce that's a huge yeah. one content for for a sodium so don't yes, put that teriyaki in sauce high when, high when you eat well. like hibachi and stuff like that like you know lately i you know my son's been eating this so i'm like listen we got to slow this down because we don't want all this sodium going into yeah. your diet you know it's just yeah. something you got to watch out for and it tastes good. Yeah, it's Peter's always to. eating. Man. He's always eating. He is, <laughs> right? That is. Yeah, Tommy from YouTube. Uh, nice little recipe for a sweet potato fries. Nice, Chris Gaines. You are definitely not bloated. All right, so sweet potato fries, no salt, baked them in the oven with olive oil drizzled over the top. Best f- fries. Best fries. Yeah, that's sounds nice. about right. That sounds good. Um, um, I like to do it with regular potatoes. I'm not a sweet potato guy, but a lot of people are, and they're supposed to be healthier for you. Yeah. Um, but do this with regular fries. So regular fries is another good one for me. So um, literally have, like, these slicers, too. Like, you can put them in there and, like, mm-hmm. just hit this thing yeah. and slice them down to, like, the little, like, you know, little, Into the little fries. fries. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching the show the other day, and I think it was... They were uh, great. There were guys in Ecuador, and there were guys making homemade fries. He had, like, a... It looked like a circle. Yeah. And he would just take the potatoes... That's it, it is. Quick, quick. And it was like a whole stack Ooh, of them. Yeah, man. You yeah. get all this, I mean, you put them in air fryer so it's more healthy, or you can bake them. That's, that's, that's yeah, a, I don't really like sweet potato fries. You know, yeah, ketchup, not, it just I'm doesn't not, taste yeah. well. Like I'll do actual sweet potato, but not as a fries yeah. with ketchup. It doesn't. Yeah. I like I said, I'm more I'm more regular, regular baked potato guy. So either way, I make it have it either way or. Um, but that's a good one for people that like sweet potatoes out there. So great, great tip. Basic too. Only three ingredients. Oh, thank you. All right. That's awesome. We appreciate that. The least amount of ingredients you guys can use in your food is better. Yeah. In so terms of seasoning. Tech, what's going on? Nah, I used to work at McDonald's and we didn't care about any salt, salt, salt. Yeah. Just saturated. I ate McDonald's about. every day for over 10 years up until two years ago. And you wonder why it's 50% obesity about right now. Yeah. Yeah, right? Oh, Dwayne, trust me. I know about the medications. So before you do surgery and stuff like that, they, they give you different medications. Um, and those medications obviously take you and get you really high and they get you really, you know, tired and out of it, kind of woozy. You know, they're getting ready for the surgery. So 
yeah, those medications will definitely get you out of it for sure. All right, topics? Caleb Arno, what's going on? All right, I see a lot of scar tissue. Where do you see a lot of scar tissue? You see scar tissue? Where is that at? <laughs> Where? Yeah, Who's let this? us know. Uh, Bella Eden from the Shy. Oh, and there was a there was a like a smiley face with a, I guess that's a smiley face with a cry. I don't know. Where's that cookbook? Uh, you know, he the D-ball just have ramen noodles. Man, these are a lot. If I cheat, treat myself fast food. I've got there's so many comments on here. Uh, so if I inject IGF one and Titan Complete daily, could they be taken together in the same shot? Yes, yes. You can, you can take them together in the exact same shot. So anything's water based, you can basically take together. So Titan Complete, Hercules Potion, um, IGF one. You can put put these in there or HCG and IGF one. I mean, you could do that too as if you well. You guys want to. Stupid pump, do Hercules and IGF. Oh yeah, that is gonna have your arms right. on. Yeah, that yeah, that's I think. You have a photo shoot or going to the beach. You that's the ultimate level, or whatever. Yeah, that's the ultimate level. That's the for ultimate. Sure. Yeah. For sure, that's my living style. Fifteen minute warning, Jim. All right. Uh, yes, uh, I have a clinical anxiety. The only time it worsens if hormones aren't at the proper ratios. So Chris Gaines knows, dude. If you have a harmonic balance and you have your your issues. Uh, settle as far as that goes even if you have real anxiety outside of hormones and if your hormones aren't balanced you're going to get super anxiety or have to be on medications that dull this this area um you think you send things to ohio no ohio unfortunately right now because of covid they've been a stickler even though we're licensed uh or our medical practitioners are licensed there it's, it's just been an issue with ohio so mm. Hopefully after COVID, this thing settles and everything like this. The emergency orders are going to be kicked back. Uh, things are going to change a little bit as far as that goes. But I'm sorry, Ohio's out right now. But we do ship to the states next to Ohio. So, so I mean, yeah, depending so, on depending on what you got to do. Listen, even mean, if you have a front if you live three miles from the border, then hey. So I get the question a lot too, like from people out of the country, They're like, oh, I can't service this. I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't service Australia. But if you have a person here in the United States, like a family member, a cousin, a friend that you know we can send them medication to and they can send it to you right. that's totally fine because you can do your appointment with us and stuff but as long as you have somebody outside the state where you can go to a different state no problem at all so uh, everybody in canada get a huge a lot of canada 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 michigan that's the way you could do it in canada yeah yeah, yeah michigan just send it to michigan and stuff like that i'm sure mm -hmm. i'm sure you guys are close to that border most of them anyway yeah. man we just go there all the time it's awesome great great country canada is i wish we could we literally could set up there because we have a lot of people that I haven't been to Canada. Canada since a long time. Wow. Montreal. Wow. Catherine Street used to hit all the bars and clubs down there when I was in high school. <laughs> all right, so let's get into our first topic. Uh, high School Basketball League pays players $100,000. Yes, it's about time. Um, these kids These athletes get paid. Yeah, they're finally getting paid. But what I see is high no schools. one is going to be going to college anymore. Like, no one's going to be going to college. Man, this is I mean, you crazy. might, but if you're like automatically no, if you're a top 20 top 30 high school player where pretty much you're going to be looked at to go pro in a couple of years. If so, you come from a bad environment, if your family has no money, maybe a single household, you may have been struggling your whole life, now all of a sudden you're going to get $100,000 to do what you've been doing every day mm -hmm. and you could just chill. For me. I mean, is that going to be one year, two years? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, could they stay in that league? I, I don't know. I mean, at that point too, like, is it just, is it just seniors that could be in this league? Yeah, I want to know the fine details. Because it's juniors, like, because think about it. You could you leave get high a school sophomore, early. right? Yeah. hundred thousand dollars. What's what's that kid like? 16, 17 years old. Like Sixteen. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah, but at the same time, they're not going to be in charge of their own money. They still have a 
well, they might, but I mean, I mean, yeah, in other their words, parents are, yeah, but it's going to be their money, so they're going to be, it's going to be like a guardianship type deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, where, but at that point, like, they're going to get the money when they turn eighteen. Yeah, and I see a lot of, I see a lot of like fraud type stuff going on. Oh man! In other words, if you know a kid doesn't have, if you know a kid doesn't really have any family or whatever, you could just take him in your household because he's seven feet tall and has a three point shot. So if he has no family, you could bring him in, bring him into your house at sixteen. Wow! Because you know next year he's going to get a hundred grand. Wow. Because you know the year after that you're going to get you know millions. So it's like. I could see players leaving early, like, you know, LeBron James, he probably could have left when he was oh, 16. Oh, for sure. Zion Williamson, for he sure. probably could have left when he was 16. This new kid, seven-foot guard, Chet Holmgren, top player in the country, he could play pro right now. Yeah. So, I mean. <laughs> there's there's got to be some restrictions to where, you know, what age level they can be at. You know, because, like, 16, 18-year-old athletes, so if you're a 16-year-old kid, man, like, you don't have a high school diploma, right? That's great. Then go on, they're going to get 100K. Mm. Let's say... They tear an ACL or something happens, debilitating. Like mm-hmm. they're not going to be able to come back as good as they were. Yeah. You know what are they going to do afterwards? Now these guys can't hardly even read and write. They have no idea arithmetic wise. Yeah, they've just been getting pushed through the whole. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. you know, there's 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 things why it's it's uh it's something we need to look after too. Or as you're if you're an athlete, the biggest thing is is even if you're a professional athlete, most of those I think it was like it was it was some crazy high number. I think it was over forty percent of professional athletes lose all their wealth. Yeah. After they're done with that, yeah, uh, sports. I know. Yeah, you know, maybe more. Okay, know, uh, it might Jamarcus, be higher than that. Is it Jamarcus Russell? Or yeah. So at that point, the biggest thing is is setting up for later because you know what you're doing now is great, but you know, I mean, you always want to make sure that you're set up for later. So at mm-hmm. this point, uh, don't live just in the present all the time. You got to think about what's coming on later, or you know, for rainy day per se, right? Yeah. Um, and a lot of people don't, and they just go through it. Some people spend it faster than they get it in. Um, and these athletes, I'm just worried about these kids because, man, even professional athletes that are 20 or 30 years old cannot manage their money properly. Who's to say that these kids can first off and then their parents? Right. You know, I mean, their parents. Yeah, their gonna, parent, you know? I, I, and I could also see parents. Or guardians. Pushing their kids to do that so they can get the money. For sure. Like in other words, if I if the kid doesn't really even want to, if you, I'm not ready yet, I want to go to college. I want to experience the dorms, college life. No, you're going to play pro because we need the money. It, it, so it's kind of like the kid's not 18 yet, so his is, mom dude. says you need to do this, or his dad or whoever says you need to do this. Yep. Now they have to do it, so it's yep. like they're taking the kid's money, and it's like the parent's almost like it's they're their money. They're living vicariously through money. them at that yeah. point. Yeah. So it's it, like the know? parent's getting 100 grand a year until the kid goes pro. If they go pro. If they go pro, If they yeah, go pro, because this isn't a guarantee here. Like, but that's two grand, that's basically translates about two grand a week. Two yep. grand a week to a high school kid is like a million dollars. Oh, for sure. I mean, these kids are going to be like... <laughs> Yeah, I mean Jordan shoes, right? Yeah, and with jerseys. No, if you don't have any bills, two grand Dude, a week, haircut every week. I mean, uh, every other day, whatever it is, yeah. lined up. I mean, I mean, you're, you're eight balling grand, eight grand a month with no bills to pay. You're just playing basketball, having fun. Well, I'm I sure mean, you got sponsors and shoe sponsors and all that stuff. That's what's gonna come next. Yeah, and then that's what I, I really worry about because then it infiltrates high schools, and when money gets involved, okay. I don't care what you say. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you know, that's when the sharks come out and that, that's when, you know, people do things that maybe they shouldn't be doing or they bend things that they shouldn't do as far as rule wise. Uh, we see it in college. Like in college now there's so many different things that, that they know that people were giving money or whatever it is. Yeah, so yeah. it's just it's just a thing out there. Everybody was getting money. I Everybody's I, getting money, dude. Even when I was in high school, I remember all the AU tournaments and stuff, these kids would show up like some of the teams like the Brooklyn Gauchos man. and the, 
all the teams that had like the crazy. Yeah, dude, I mean, these kids were like Nike, Jordan, everything, warm up suits, pulling up in nice SUVs and stuff. And this is like back in the day. Like, yes, is, yes. I mean, uh, LeBron yeah, so, James had a Hummer. He had old jerseys. He had big chains and stuff. Yeah. Living in the projects with his mom at sixteen. For real. So I mean, I mean yeah. you know, it's, it's it's crazy. So we'll we'll see because if it does get, if it gets to that level, man, it's gonna be serious. Cause and what about the women? If they let the men do it, now it it might be a thing, or it's discrimination. We have to let the girls do it, too. And how much are they going to get paid? They may only get 20 or 10, because in the NBA, LeBron gets so much more than the women make, so then it has a whole other... Oh, man. And then if it crosses over into the whole transgender, whatever thing, then you might have a guy that identifies as a girl that wants to play in the high school girls' league so they can get the money. Get the money. Now you can identify back... I mean, uh, they were doing that for scholarships. Now they can do it for money. Yeah, now up, they can maybe. do it for money, especially track and field, like individual sports where it's like dominated by physical and power. The team at this point yeah. doesn't feel bad about it because the team, most of these big companies and stuff like that, big corporations, they're welcoming some of these different things as far as transgenders you know, mm. and, and males competing as females and, and going through with this. So. They're going to, A, benefit from that, from the public eye standpoint. Yeah. And then they want their team to be the best. They don't care. They don't They don't care. <laughs> they just want to win. Yeah. So at that point, that's going to give them the edge and possibly the win. I mean, it's just, it's, I don't know, man. We're, 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 in a, we're in a dark place in some of these areas, man. Uh, all right, so more surgery for the Russian Popeye. Uh, idiot. Popeye idiot, yeah. So if you guys have not seen this guy, there's this dude that's online. He's from Russia. This guy was injecting all the synthol in his arms, and then he put these petroleum jelly uh, implants in his arms so he could have, like, you know, some of the biggest arms, I guess. Mm. Now, this guy looks... Uh, he looks stupid. All right? Looks he, terrible. Lo- he looks ridiculous. It's stupid. Mm. It, it's... I mean, it's just... I mean, yeah. if you see the guy, you know, it, it, I don't want to say, like, freak, because that's a bad word, but this guy looks like... It's freakish. It's It's... You know, and the surgeries he's had to go through because of the infections and stuff like that. And now he needs another surgery to get these implants out because of the inflammation, and, you know, and all the problems he's having health-wise. Yeah. And this is, you know, this is, it's just an example of, listen, don't do stupid stuff because you're going to have health problems that yeah. you might not live through. <laughs> Or you're gonna have to face like look at his arms. I mean, and don't stupid. fill don't fill your body parts with oil. I mean, I don't care what the substance of oil is. Yeah. You know, I mean, even if it's an HRT, you're not doing. This guy's putting probably 10, 20 mLs in his arm at once. Yeah. I mean, it's only a matter of time for it's gonna bust open. Yeah. It's it's oil based, which is sitting there. It's not like Hercules potion where it's you know water based, thin, a small amount. It's gonna dispert. This guy puts a golf ball. Or baseball-sized oil in his arm, it just sits there. Yep. Abscess, infection. His arms are always discolored. Yep. They're always like black and blue and reddish and irritated. That's what I'm saying. These it's, people are mental. It looks horrible. Mental. It, it looks, looks terrible. Horrible. And now he's gonna have permanent scarring, permanently. So if you're that obsessed with making your arms big, now they're trash. So now you're gonna. He'd probably be, get depressed or yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another one that happened this last week. Uh, you guys are sneakerheads, like I am. Um, this was really hitting home on you. Uh, so Nike exec has to basically resign after 25 years. She was a general manager and VP of sales in North America. That's a huge job, a huge and a big job title. 
Now you're getting a lot of money for that job. Over 25 years with a company, that's a long time. 20 years is usually after, that's retirement level at that point. Like that's when they, back in the day, they'd give you the gold wash and stuff like that after 20 mm. years of service. Even if you're a police officer or whatever it is after 20 years, that's when those benefits kick in. So with this, her son, right, is he owns West Coast Shop or whatever it is. And uh, at that point, her son gets her in trouble. The reason why is because he wants to flaunt that you know he has this booming business and you know on his instagram basically you know and you see pictures of him it was thousands and thousands of these rare shoes when they came out on the release date yeah. uh with his face blurred out and stuff like that but he went to this huge publication and at that point told them the story hey listen um i get all these shoes i'm one of the best you know here's what it is you know probably to bring more advertising to his business right mm-hmm. well this reporter starts to dig a little bit and finds out that A, this guy is the son, he's a 19-year-old kid, the son of Ann Herbert, who's the longtime Nike executive, that runs Sneakers. So if you don't know what Sneakers app is, Sneakers app is what you have to go to to get the new releases of Jordans or any like limited shoe out there. It's supposed to be um, the most fair way to do it, basically. They're, they pick randomly who gets in on the cart and can check out with the shoes. So she's running all this, all, all North American sales and all this. So at that point, um, you know, some people find out about this after the reporter reports it, and there starts being a lot of problems for her, and obviously Nike finds out about it, and uh, she, she's done. So another thing that she was doing was, was she was giving him vital information. And by, what I say about vital information is this. Releases. She would tell him the release dates, what he would do is, is he would pack up, uh, he would pack up a U-Haul and he would drive around to all the Nike uh, outlets, and he'd know when those shoes were dropping there, all the times, dates, special releases, and then what he would do is, is he would sell the information for two hundred fifty bucks a pop. So on a release date, if ten people want to know when it was going to release at such and such outlet, two hundred fifty U, two hundred fifty U, two hundred fifty U, two hundred fifty U. Now, the real way that they found out about this, or it traced back to Ann, who was the executive, is this dumbass was using her card. A corporate card. <laughs> what are you doing? Maybe maybe that card has such activity on it that he would think, oh, they're just going to see shoes. They won't know it's me. I don't, I don't know. That's it goes right back to her. So when they look up billing information, yeah. it has her name on it. Um, and she's saying she has no, she she had no, you know, information about him doing this as far as using these discount codes or using her credit card. You know, you think you know about a hundred thousand dollars of sneakers getting bought on your card. But I would. You, but if you're not checking your money and you have other people doing it for you, they wow. might. I mean, yeah. Okay, how big you are, you know, yeah. at that point. Uh, if you came from nothing, you will check your bank account every day, especially with online banking. Yeah, yeah. Before you couldn't. Now you can check it anytime you want through an app or through. I a, love it. I, I, love I check it. it. I don't care. I, I don't care. And we have a lot like of money even, that goes out, goes in. It, 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 dude, I, I check every. Time. I like it because it saves like the, the the worry of being scammed too. Like yesterday, I made a donation for some. It was like a foster kids program for backpacks. So I made a donation, and then afterwards, I'm like, okay, I'm waiting on this confirmation email. I didn't get the email when I made the donation originally. It was like. It was a cash app to a person that was like with this organization. Uh-huh. So I'm like, oh, you know, it's kind of like you don't know. But then as soon as I got the email, it was like encrypted and all this. Yeah. I was okay, good. If this was like before that, I'd yeah. be like, right. She could have had. I mean, who knows what they would have done? Of course. Because there's so many um, scammers. 
scams with all these money sending apps, you know, Absolutely. Like, like, like Zelle Absolutely. and Cash App and Venmo, all these apps. So people are always using that now. I know people have gotten scammed big time off that. So you got to be careful just sending stuff. To big time. So five minute warning, gentlemen. Five minute warning. All right. So the uh, next one is uh, Mississippi passes the bill banning transgender student athletes. Yeah. I think that's great. I don't care if you're transgender. I mean, I, I could care less. But I don't think you should be competing against um, people that were born either male or female. Right. I mean, as fighters cracking skulls right now, as an right. MMA fighter, literally cracking skulls. Um, I don't think it's fair. And I think a lot of other states are going to use this, too. They're going to, as a state, decide, as opposed to, you know, the country or the president or whoever. This is something we need to talk about on another yeah. show for, more in depth. But I think they need to have their own league. Yeah. If it's going to be more common that there's more transgender high school or even, even middle school, I don't know. Do we have that many people they, out there that, that, that you think that are transgender, that need to be in high school transgender, though? I mean, think about it. Right. You know, when you're growing up, you especially in middle school and high school, those are the most awkward years, per se, to right. some people. They haven't found themselves. They don't really know truly who they are. They right. can experiment or think. You think at one point in your life, right, in middle school, you were a certain type of way, and this is the way you're going to be forever. Yeah. And then through life, you evolve, and you might yeah, change. Five years later, you're like, oh, I used to, yeah. I used to have my hair down to my... I used to have pink hair. You used to wear Jenko jeans. Now you don't. You never wear those things in your life, right? I mean, yeah. it's it's a great it's a great example. Um, you know, hairstyles or um, I mean, just different things like this. So or even I, tattoos. I, I, tattoos. That's another I, big I, I'd one. Rip all these tattoos off. That's could. another big one. I mean, come on. I got this one. I was seventeen years old, so yeah. I, I know about that. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like. Uh, you know, clearly, and they have to go through a psychiatrist one session or something like that. That's not enough. I mean, if there's a truly a need for this, there's obviously some issues going on that possibly that happened or something like that, or yeah. who knows. But, I mean, at that point, I don't think they're in the right mindset. To make that decision. When you're at that age, the thing is, is your hormones are out of whack anyway. But the thing is, there's people, there's people that are allowing their kids to make that decision before they even hit puberty. That's horrible. So it's not even a hormonal issue. And it's it's like, horrible. I mean. It's horrible, dude. Yeah, so I mean, I don't, again, be who you want to be. I do not care. But I feel like as this, as it becomes more and more transgender in high school, this and that, I feel like they should just have their only, especially track and field. They bring it up a lot in track and field because the individual sport, it's based off of speed and power, which man usually has more than a woman. Of course. So if they're going to have, and plus, a lot of times these track meets, you could run as independent. So you don't really have to run for a school, this and that. Why not just have like a transgender, not so much like an Olympics, why not just have like a transgender games? Right. Where they have it, they'll start out that way, they'll have different events, different sports, and then once it gets bigger, then maybe have our own league. But, I mean, there's even a power lifter that was born a man, identifies as a woman, I'm not sure, New Zealand, Australia, that's breaking all these records, and literally, like, it's like me out there. I know. With a wig on, lifting the weight. Do you see big I don't care if you want to wear a wig, but you're not going to lift with females. I, I agree, man. Like, come on. I agree. <laughs> that's so crazy. It's a big thing, and, like, you know, when you think about males transferring into females and then competing, okay, mm. so... They are taking things that might lower their testosterone levels. They're taking estrogen to raise, right? Mm -hmm. But they have bigger bone density, mm -hmm. and they have bigger lung capacity. This is a fact, 100%. And I don't have nothing against transgenders. You be who you want to be. But I think at, at 18, you should make that decision of what you want to mm -hmm. do. Um, One minute. 
It's, otherwise, sorry. hormones are going to be that thing. No, thanks, Art. So hormones are going to play a big difference there. If you're a female going to a male, you're taking testosterone. So you're probably going to be higher than what those those high school athletes are possibly. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's a big thing. Yeah. So, I mean, you're going to have to start going down to testing and stuff like that and see where levels are at. But it doesn't matter. Hormone levels aside, if you're a male going to a female sport, you're going to have bigger bone density. You're going to have a bigger lung capacity. You're going to be able to... In most cases, I'll right. perform that female. Because I know for NCAA, it's like either a year or two. You have to go through therapy for a year or two. So say if you're a woman wanting to be a man, you have to do testosterone for a year or two. And it's like a grace period. But I don't think a year or two is enough time. I mean, here's the problem now. So even if you're under 18 years old, you can take testosterone. Yeah. Yeah. What are we talking about? It's a controlled substance. Oh, we yeah. give we give shit to guys every day about. Oh no, you guys can't take testosterone. General practitioners, you got the guy comes in. Uh, I'm tired, I'm lethargic, yeah. I want this belly fat off. You no, 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 that's gonna kill you. No, let's give this to this 13 year old kid because he wants to train to train transgender. Yeah. Come on, man. I mean, this is yeah. stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's stupid. Uh, it's straight up. Like I'm yeah. all about everybody wanting to be who they want to be, but at 18, you make that decision and you want to do it, do it, you know, on your own. You know, at that point, if, if we're doing this stuff, and we're... And we're <laughs> it, See, the thing is, too, is it's hypocritical, it doesn't man. have to be hormone-replaced uh, or hormones taken out. I mean, like, if somebody, like, say if it's a girl that wants to dress like a guy, go right ahead. That doesn't mean you're a guy. It doesn't mean you can... Get, or if you're a guy, you want to dress like a girl, go right ahead. But, I mean, once... That's fine. <laughs> it, it's, it's a good subject, and, and, and me and you continue on this. Like, yeah, we can go on and on about this. Because, I mean, for real, like, could, could you imagine this, like... Uh, so if if a guy says like listen I want to be a female doesn't have enough money doesn't have enough money to get the the surgery mm-hmm. puts the wig on mm-hmm. says all right now I'm a girl mm-hmm. now can he go compete in high school sports what do you mean so I'm a, I'm a dude in mm-hmm. high school mm-hmm. I don't have enough money to go through the surgery mm-hmm. of changing over I don't have the money for anything like that mm-hmm. like for the yeah, yeah. hormones nothing right but I dress like a female mm-hmm. now I'm identifying as a female. Mm-hmm. Now I'm in high school. Can I play yeah. sports? Yeah, you can. That's how it. Without I mean, I any hormones inducted. I don't agree with it. I don't know. The, I don't, I no, don't I don't. Know. No, you can. I don't agree with it. The only hormones is the NCAA because when last time I did the research on it, NCAA said you have to be either one year or two years in your therapy before you could then identify. High school's not like that. There was an athlete from Connecticut, track and field. So you can say, screw it up. Listen, I'm going to throw this wig on. I'm going to go no, this is exact, these you girls. Could, you could Google this. This is exactly <laughs> what happened. Two, transgen- two transgender athletes from Connecticut broke all the track and field records, and they won New England's. Like, New England's is, you know, they won all that. And you can look, look it up online. I'm sure Art could pull it up. Wow. But um, this is how crazy, how quick it was. Spring track, no, winter track, he, he was a boy. Same season, winter track, he was a boy. Then he decided decide to identify as a girl. Oh and winter track, he didn't even qualify for states. Didn't even qualify. Didn't even qualify for regionals or whatever. Oh, my God. Then same season, identified as a girl, did spring track, broke the state record, won the New England championships, and all the other girls that were runner-up from last year basically just got trashed because oh. these uh, transgender came in and just beat everybody. That's crazy. What was the name? Or what was the, uh... um, I'm not sure, but if you put transgender Connecticut high school, it should come up. Track and field. I mean, it was it was crazy. Wow. Like, you could do it that fast. I mean, NCAA, you have to have a little bit of time. But to be that fast. Wow. <laughs> See, they're having a lot of lawsuits now. Oh, yeah. 
They there's should. a lot of lawsuits now, they but should. if you go to like, that's them right there. Click yeah, on the first one. Because, I mean, they're taking away other that, people's yeah, those are the two, shit. Those are the, two, as, these, um, those are the two, tran- these two transgender athletes right here came in and destroyed it. It looked like Usain Bolt running against a JV girls track team. <laughs> and the time wouldn't even be like that fast for a boy. It's crazy. Unbelievable. All right, let's sign off. So <laughs> it's only me <laughs> and you out here and a couple people recording. Yeah, right. But, hey, guys, we appreciate you guys tuning in to another Tight Lifestyle with me and Big Drew. Uh, we'll be here with you guys every Friday, 2 p.m. Tune back in next Friday for a whole bunch of great talk about therapies, Titan lifestyle, and all the other good yeah. things that we got going on. we got a ton of events going on. Check it out on the website um, and uh, our YouTube, too, as well. Also, hit the bell on that YouTube to be notified of videos like this. You could also check out the podcast. Hit the purple icon on your iPhone or just Google Titan Medical Podcast. You can watch all of our shows, this one, previous ones. You can cross-reference. If you have any questions, again, uh, shoot the questions or screenshot your questions as you're coming in. And then shoot them to my DM or Titan Medical's DM. We'll try to get to them. Yep. I'll try to answer your questions, and I'll put it back on my story and also give you a shout-out. Absolutely, guys. So we appreciate it. I'm John. I appreciate it. It's Big Drew signing off. See you next week. Have a great weekend. This is Titan Lifestyle.